You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Tomorrow, this time I'll be in sunny San Diego. Sarah. Oh my goodness, gonna, blinding everybody. Well, yes, that is the uh, that is the one problem with going down there is because it's going to be nice weather, and then I'm going to be required to take my shirt off, and I will blind. Everyone. I don't think anyone is required no. to take their shirt off. You anywhere. have to take your shirt off. I've seen lots of shirts off today, no. and I don't really think a lot of people should be no. walking around with their shirts. I'm not off. one of the guys that goes to the beach and gets in the ocean and keeps his shirt on. I'm not going to be that guy with like a white shirt and then jumping. Nah, but should you be that? It's going to look like you're wearing a white hairy shirt anyway. It, it kind of will. It kind of will. I'll be. <laughs> A monster from the north. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we broadcast live here five days a week out of the Fun Employment Radio studios in Portland, Oregon, but the podcast available every day. Um, for your downloading pleasure. For your downloading pleasure. Of course. Pleasures. It's still funny to me, like when I meet people, how they don't like. I mean, because I know it's confusing if you've never done it. But I was talking to someone who said, like, how do I listen to your show? I'm like, you just go to funemploymentradio.com and you just click the play button. I'm like, I swear <laughs> to God, it works. It's I'm just like, that easy. You do it, and there's like, but, but it, how does it? Come? I'm like, you know how they're, and I have to explain it the same it's, way I've done to my grandparents, you know, my grandma, or like my parents. Like, it's like speakers on a radio, except they're from your computer. <laughs> it is really... It's like you have to explain the internet to people sometimes. Yeah, totally. Yes. Well, there's this thing called the World Wide Web. Well, I mean, come on. Who really understands the internet? I still don't understand what the internet is. I understand how to play things on there. I know I it's a series of out. tubes. That's about it. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can find your way through the series of tubes to funemploymentradio.com, you can listen to our show and our podcast for free. Oh, my um, Coming up on today's show, we're going to be doing a couple of things. One is uh, playing an interview from... The Daily Show's Al Madrigal. Oh, and you're such a fan. That's awesome. I am. I'm a huge fan of The the Daily Show. Uh, Al is hilarious. Al Madrigal, for anybody who's watched The Daily Show, he's the, uh, quote, senior Latino correspondent. Is that what they yes. call him? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the senior Latino correspondent. Um, and uh, he is he is hilarious. He's also on a television show, and he's going to be here in town at Helium Comedy Club uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week. So that's the 15th, 16th, 17th. And uh, he called in earlier today, and I was in here and did uh, just kind of a quick interview. He had a lot of stuff going on. But we got a, we got a brief interview with Al. You got a brief one. And, and I want to thank Greg for um, handling that because I was busy running around do, getting some stuff done this morning. So thank you, Greg. Ah, no problem mm-hmm. at all. I enjoyed I enjoyed. I know you did. <laughs> I will say this, though. When we played the interview, he had a genius idea that I wish I had come up with, but I did kind of angle myself to be a guest on something. I think Seriously? I'm a, I, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I would be a perfect guest for this. Is it about Sasquatches? No, it's not about Sasquatches, but you'll you'll hear it in the end. All right. It's, okay. It's towards okay. the end. You'll hear it. I am not going to let him forget about this because I want to be a guest on it. Oh, are you going to pester him? I might. Yeah. Well, I won't pester him. But uh, if it happens, I'm going to remind But there's a fine line him. between pestering and reminding because, he, you know, you're just the random guy in Oregon that he talked to for a few minutes. I am content gold for what he wants to do. I am telling you, when you hear it, okay, I'll let you be I don't the even know. All right. I don't know what you're referencing. I yet. will let you be the judge of it and you decide if I would be content gold for this or not. Okay. Okay. We'll leave right. it at that. Um, but, uh, but I kind of want to guess what it is now. Like, what would you be like 100% good at? Well, I don't know. You can, you can all think All I can think it. is Bigfoot. That's like really all I go to. <laughs> because I'd be a Bigfoot. I'm not really... Would you have to honesty. be an expert about something? Is it you being an expert? Or are you like, um, like a, a competition? Bit, a little bit of an expert in something. Okay. And a little bit of... Uh, an, yeah, yeah, I guess so. A knowledgeable source and an entertaining source for something. 
Hmm. So I'll leave it at that. It's a project that he might be doing. Okay. That I, I, I really think I could be good at. People are suggesting that maybe you can be the senior little people correspondent. Oh, that would be – oh, yes. Uh, D- Daily Show, uh, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. That would be wonderful. Um, You'd be okay with that. I would be okay, okay. with that. Also on today's show, coming up in just a little bit, I think, I think maybe um, – we should do a little bit of Dr. Science. Oh, he didn't visit the other day when he was supposed to, but he made his way here today. Yes. Yes. I think maybe later on to, in today's show, we'll do a little bit of Dr. Science. I think that's going to need to happen. Okay. Um, but before we go too far, we do want to remind everybody that the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is coming Bam. up May 21st at the Secret Society. So that's a week from today. It is exactly a week from today. Which means you need to pick up your tickets mm-hmm. now. And so you can do that by going to funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there. Uh, it takes you to the site to buy the tickets. It's $7 presale. That is incredibly incredibly inexpensive and we'll be there and, and we can we'll hang out there. and we can all drink beer Hanging and everything out. will be fun and the uh, comedians that we have on this lineup are hilarious we've got Curtis Cook we've got Noriko Ott Tim Hammer Bree Pruitt all very big Portland names and um, I, I up and comers I guess but I mean they've kind of already upped and came no I can't really say it that way can I <laughs> I can't, I can't I, that's probably they've already way. upped and came they've already upped and came <laughs> that's uh, it is that going to be our new tagline? Maybe that, maybe that was a bad tagline. I that should have was, thought about that. I, it's memorable. I, I should have about, thought about that before. Uh, but no, you can pick up your tickets now. <laughs> FunEmploymentRadio.com. Uh, go there. We want to see all of you. You don't want to miss this show. It's 7 bucks. The show starts at... Uh, doors are at 7. Show is at 8 p.m. And it'll be done by about 9.30 p.m. And then we'll like, be hanging out afterwards. So if you don't need to get up super early, or even if you do have to get up super early and still want to hang out for a little while, we're going to be there. Yeah, stay there and hang out. But if you have like an early night, well, you can still see the comedy and everything. It's it's good for everyone all around. Mm-hmm. So, I can't wait to have a Moscow Mule. Oh, me too. Oh, they're so good there. Be Delicious. So good. Don't steal the cups. Yes. Don't steal, <laughs> don't, uh, that's, no, don't steal the cups. Uh, so funemploymentradio.com. Click on that link. All right. But before tickets. that, you have quite the adventure you're going to be going on. I do. So, uh, And the, it seems to be more of an adventure as, uh, as the minutes yes. go by. So I am heading out of town tomorrow morning. There will be a show up for tomorrow, a uh, podcast. So there will be a podcast available uh, tomorrow. But uh, I am heading out of town. Tomorrow morning, heading down to San Diego, and literally, literally as we were starting this show, all this news just started coming through about a fire in Carlsbad that is happening right now. And coincidentally, yes, I'm going to San Diego, but where will I be staying? Oh, at my brother's house in Carlsbad. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's a fire right now. It's a big brush fire that's kind of on the outskirts. They've evacuated about 12,000 people. Jesus. And it's just smoke everywhere. I've been talking to my brother this morning. He said so far uh, his house has not been uh, evacuated. Uh, His workplace was. You know, just a, as a precautionary measure. Sure. But, and it sounds like Because is that it. more like fire than smoke at, at that point, or smoke than fire? Well, at, I think it's both. Yeah. There's a lot of smoke going on, and they've got the fire somewhat contained, um, but uh, he said it's pretty much insanity down there right now. Just sirens everywhere, smoke everywhere, like you can't really see much. Wow. Yeah, he said it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. So even if his house has been evacuated, he probably doesn't know that yet, because he's at work being evacuated. Um, well, they send out text messages. Okay. So, so that for whatever area you're in, they'll send out a text message. I guess that's how they do it. So it's an alert that says, you need to get out of here. Okay, kind of like the snow alerts they sent here when there's like, do not leave your house at certain right. death. You will, you will fall and break every yes. part of your body. Yes. Stay yes. indoors. That's exactly Except it. Except for this is the opposite. Get out of 
uh, the indoors. Yeah. 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 All right. Pretty much. Pretty much that. So as of right now, everything's fine, but it, it is a little bit on my mind, so I'll be uh, checking in with him periodically here just to just to make sure everything's okay. Okay. Well, maybe you'll assuming be... that's going to work out, I will be uh, I will be going down there tomorrow. So you're leaving. All right. So you're leaving tomorrow. Yes. For and it's, is the weather supposed to be nice there? You know, it's fire aside. Be, yes. Uh, nice and smoky. Apparently is what the weather's going to be like. Real nice and hickory smoked. Yep. Pretty much. But no, it is it is supposed to be nice. And so this is just brush fire right now, though. So I mean, people are okay. Uh, it sounds like people are okay. I don't know if any houses have been hit. Uh, the the video that I saw showed showed a bunch of uh, firefighters like dousing houses in uh, you know the fire retardant stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just don't know. But uh, I'm assuming everything's going to be okay, and I'll go with that because it is it is going to be kind of a fun fun little trip. There's something I'll say this is kind of cheesy, but it's something that's kind of fun that we're going to be doing. In that, um, so my my parents are going down to visit my brother. Uh, this weekend as well, and they don't know that I'm coming down. Oh, you're surprising them! I'm surprising them. Do you so, think your mom's gonna cry? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh. Totally, she will. Because well, since your brother lives in California and you live up here, like you guys probably don't all. She doesn't get to have her boys together all no, the time, it's, right? That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Usually Christmas. That's maybe one other time of the year. Her two shit apples together. Yes, pretty oh. much. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we are going to be heading uh, heading down there. So they're flying down there tomorrow, and then I'm actually flying down. So they have no idea. I've been the whole week because my parents have been trying to get me to come down there at the same time. And I was like, nope, can't do it. Nope, not going to happen. It's like, no, nope, I'm working this weekend. Are you being mean to your mother? I feel like I am because I've been I've been lying to her for the last like month saying, nope, not going to happen. No way. No way I can make no it down way, there, No way, no how. I'm working. Uh, you keep moving it along, little lady. Working over the weekend. So pff, sorry. Not going to work out for you. Well, is that how you talk to? Like, no, oh, that's not sorry. how. I, that's not how I speak to my mother. <laughs> but it is going to be. It is going to be kind of cool because they they will be very surprised. I will say that. Oh my gosh! Yes. Have I'm, you been enjoying lying to your mother? No, I don't like it. It feels weird. I don't know because you like to act, so I thought yeah, maybe. I but, but to your mom, it's something different. Well, yeah, because she's so sad about the fact that I'm not coming down. <laughs> I feel really bad about it. But it's like Do you I think know maybe th- she might know, and she's just playing along. Uh, no, I, I squashed any ideas of that. You squashed any hope because yesterday, because I thought maybe she was getting like some idea that I might be. Uh, coming down there because I was being circumspect about what I was doing this weekend. So I called her back. I was like, oh, yeah, nope. Uh, that was because I do a side job at the Portland Art Museum. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the art museum that called me in for a shift this weekend. So I'm going to be working there. So that just like – and I could feel the defeat in like her voice. It's like, <sighs> oh, okay. Well, it would be it would, it maybe another so time. Nice. You know, that just – it sure would have been great if you could have come down. never see you two boys together you anymore. Come down. And I'm like, nope, they're going to be working this weekend. You guys have fun. <laughs> So, yes, I do feel awful about uh, it. Rick is asking you, is this the place where you were terrorizing everybody by cannonballing late into the night? This is exactly that oh, place. Oh, wow. Yes. This oh, is. yeah, your brother has a pool, doesn't he? He does. That's so fancy. He does have a pool. Well, it's California. There's a lot of people have them, but yes, it is fancy. It's a fancy pool? Um, well, I mean, it's a night. It's a pool. Yeah. I mean, I Any know. pool is fancy yeah, to me. I, Tropical summer is as fancy as it gets for me. Exactly. I don't know the difference between a non-fancy and a fancy pool, really. So it's a, it's a good pool as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. It has a deep end. I can jump it has, in it. It has water. It has water. It has that water. It has a deep end. has a little Nerf basketball hoop. Oh. Yeah. Well, I hope that everything is all right with the fire so that you're <laughs> able to... I, I hope so, too. You know, partake in the amazing pool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hoping that will, uh, kind of hoping that will work out. What is, what is this? I don't know what you're doing right now. You know what it is. You're going flying tomorrow. Oh, god dang it. 
Goddamn Rick for introducing me to this song. This is, uh, who is it? Uh, this it? is Blood Rock. Well, I know, I know, but who is it that sings DOA. It? DOA. <laughs> this is the worst music to hear. This is ready to go the mo- And people, whenever they know I'm flying, just post this on my page, play it for me. <laughs> Someone lays a sheet across my chest. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to think about this. Is flowing down my fingers. Pain is flowing all through my back. <laughs> Why, who, what would possess them to make this song? This is so fucked up. So it's all about a plane crash, It's right? a plane crash, yeah. The sheets are red and moist where I'm lying. God in heaven, teach me how to die. <laughs> Those are the lyrics. <laughs> well, the girl I knew has such a distant stare. There's no feeling. And when I look... I see there's nothing there. He's looking at his arm and there's nothing there. The Great. Well, this is a wonderful thought. Totally see, here's the thing, though. I love flying, so this isn't going to deter me. You love flying? I God, love flying. I wish I loved flying. I absolutely love flying. Well, since I have a best friend who's like a, a flight attendant, it makes me a little less afraid because she flies everywhere all over the world all day, every day, and she's still alive. So that makes it's me feel better. It's not all the Malaysian flight. You know, it's not, that doesn't happen every day. <sighs> oh, no, I know. It's just so scary. Ah, no, it's going to be fine. Besides, once you're up there, what can you do? There's nothing that. There's uh, nothing you could, it's all out of your control. And yeah. that's when I start to think about the pilots. And I'm like, does this pilot does this pilot like his life? Yep. Does he like to have a few drinks before he flies? What is he doing? I'm trusting my entire me and all like 150 people on this plane are trusting ourselves to this one dude who I'm praying wasn't at the bar before he got onto the the plane. Well, I think the majority of pilots are going to be okay. I know that they'll be okay, but it's just always like the like just the movies about flying or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just it gets in my head. Do you ever fantasize about like something going wrong? No, I never fantasize about that. And no, then, and then you have to wrap and take control of the plane and fly it. No, awesome. well, I mean, no, it wouldn't be awesome. No, but, it wouldn't be awesome. But I, all of these feel, scenarios are terrifying. What's wrong with you? You get to fly a plane. Oh my god! Just badass. talking about this makes me want a beer. Um, <laughs> so, god. well, I'm glad that you're happy about flying and you're going to to sunny San, San Diego. I am. I am going to be going down there. But that's see, that's the thing. I and you'll be blinding everybody with your Oregon body. And I just get on the plane and I get comfortable. I take my shoes off. I relax. No, a you do bit. not take your shoes. I am going to take my shoes off. Don't take your shoes. I off. I will take my shoes off. As long as you keep your socks on, it is okay to take your shoes off. As long as you have clean socks, and I'll have clean socks, so I'll take my shoes off, and then I'll just, uh, I'll just kind of relax there with my, uh, you know, get a little comfortable. You should, you cannot take off your shoes. We have talked about this. No, you just can't be barefoot. So I won't be barefoot. I'm not going to take my socks off. You have the same old stinky shoes that you wear every day, and you know what? You're probably going to be inserting your clean socks into your same old stinky shoes that you wear every day. Therefore, when you take off your same old stinky shoes, your clean socks are going to be covered in the smell of the shoes. No, nonsense. Shoes on. Everyone's saying no. No, that's not what everybody's saying. I think people agree with me that uh, taking your shoes off is just fine as long as you have the clean socks, and I will. 
I'll have clean socks. And um, as long as you have brand new shoes and clean socks, and you didn't walk to the gate, if somebody carried you to the gate, and then you walk onto the plane, so that way you haven't sweat through your stinky so I'll, socks. I'll ask somebody to carry me to the gate. I don't know if that'll. I am King Greg. Carry me to my throne. Carry me, dragon swoop. So, no, I I think it'll I think it'll be fine. I think people will respect it. And plus, here's the other thing: people don't respect it. If I was on a plane and somebody next to me was taking off their oh god, because even if your feet don't smell, if I see someone's unshoed feet. Next to me, I'm going to start thinking that it smells like feet. And then all of a sudden you realize you're in a plane and then it's really hot. And then you all you can smell is their feet. And then you start to hate the person, but you don't know them very well. So you want to tell them to put their shoes on, but you don't want it to be an uncomfortable flight because you've told them to put their shoes back on. Yeah, but see, this is okay with me because I don't want to talk to anybody anyway. I don't like chatting on the plane. I don't like a little chitter chatter. You get that guy that sits next to you and wants to talk the whole time. I don't want to do that. I want to enjoy my You know flight. what, Greg? Since you are going to be taking your shoes off on the plane, I do want to show you this present that I got from uh, our friend and listener, Dallas, who sent this to me. Greg, if you're going to be sitting on the plane, shoes off, then you need to borrow this pink shirt that I just got that says, I am Port St. Lucie. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what somebody from Port St. Lucie would do? Take their shoes off on the plane. Oh, no. Stink it up a little bit. Somebody from Port St. Lucie, Florida, where every horrible story ever comes out of, they would be on uh, bath salts and start trying to eat people. That would be who I'm afraid of, the person with the Port St. Lucie shirt on. Well, then maybe you should be the person they're afraid of. No, I think... I think it, I think it'll be fine. Oh, okay. Aaron Duran's in the live chat. He's saying if he sees unshoed feet, he'll take every chance to accidentally step on their toes. Well, that's just cruel, sir. <laughs> that's just cruel. See, I think uh, I'm going to be fine, and people respect. See, like Bean is saying that she takes uh, you know her shoes off on the plane, but then again, Bean is like a small, cute little girl. Like her feet don't have like the gross man stink that yours do. I'm small. Doesn't matter. You have giant mountain feet that probably put off quite the stench. I have some pretty big feet for how small I am. I have eleven and a half size shoes. It seems like you bring that up once a week. No, I no, I don't. <laughs> I haven't brought it up on here for a while. People ask me, like, how big are your feet? That's a question I get frequently. My life is very So they very usually exciting. have an accent when they ask you, how my, big are your feet? My life is very exciting. <laughs> Let me tell you that. How big are your feet? It's one of my, one of my favorite questions. All right, questions. it's being asked in the chat. What about flip-flops on a plane? No, flip-flops should never be worn ever, anywhere, ever, ever. I'm wearing flip-flops today. Flip-flops are some of the most... I'm wearing flip-flops. Now I know you just showed me your weakness. Let me explain. Flip-flop summer, everybody. Flip-flop summer. If you're around a pool, okay. Then it's all right. Anywhere else, that flip-floppy noise is like... The the noise of people when they... That noise is like, for most people, nails on a chalkboard. Oh, I hate nails on a chalkboard. That's how flip-flops sound to me. Because I cannot get it out of my head. I just Well, that's only if they have moist feet. Like, my flip-flops don't make that noise. Moist feet. It doesn't matter. It's because flip-flops do that. Hence the name flip-flop. That is why that happens. So, no, those are never allowed. Do you have any other rules? I mean, I can give you rules of the airplane if you have more rules. All right. What about uh, about if the person's sitting next to you and they want to sleep? You can clearly tell if they want to sleep, but you want to read something. Do you politely turn your light off and your air off, or do you... uh, or do you leave it on? No, and you're and you're domiciled. That, so basically, look at it like this: that's your airspace above your head, directly above your head. That's your airspace. Okay. What you do with that space is your own business. You can keep your light on. You can turn on air because it directs at you. That's fine. Now you can't direct it over to their side, but in in your airspace, you have full control over that. How many uh, times do you think is too many times for someone to climb over you to have to use the bathroom? Uh, more than twice. Uh, how how long is the flight? Uh, if it's like a four hour flight, more than twice is too many. Well, that's just bullshit. Sometimes twice, people twice have small bladders. Well, okay, if they're having a serious problem. No, maybe, I mean, I'm not, like, not a serious problem, but say, for example, I drink a lot of water. 
And I sometimes, well, that's why sometimes, you know, I'll ask for like the aisle seat if it's a shorter flight because I'm like, well, I'm probably going to, because that's what I do at movie theaters too, because I'm afraid of getting trapped, like trapped inside of a row of people. So I'd rather just sit on the end. So a lot of times if I know it's going to be a longer flight, like I will sit on the end and be like, hey, I'll just be honest with strangers. Like, hey, I have to pee a lot. Uh, I could have to climb You're over that, you. That's what you say to random strangers. I don't give a shit. Hey, yeah. I got to pee a lot. Can yeah. I sit down there? I do. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm just going to tell you, you know, I'm, I'm going to have some drinks and I'm probably going to have to use the bathroom a few times. So I can, if you want, we could trade seats and I'll sit on the end. It's fine. Okay. And usually they want to trade. Well, yeah, I always Because nobody want wants anyone climbing over them. No, I want window seats. That's that's my favorite mm. spot. I want the window seat. So that's always See, I'm torn. Me. I like the window seat, but I will only take the window seat if the other two people sitting next to me are friends. Because then I don't feel self-conscious about having to climb over them several times. Are you an, Are you a talker? You're no. one of the talkers, aren't you? I'm not a talker. Oh, I can see you getting nervous mm. about chatting up somebody. Uh, I get nervous. And like I'll nervous, not nervous about them, but I get nervous about flying. And I like will, like I, I remember vividly when I grabbed this, this businessman was wearing like a super nice suit. And mm-hmm. I like grabbed his arm as soon as we like we took off because there were some yeah. turbulences we were taking off. And all I'm thinking is like, all right, the first, you know, the, for the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes of the plane, you know, that we're flying, that's usually when the plane crashes happen. And so like for the first 10 minutes, I'm just sitting there freaking out. And so when there was a little bit of turbulence, I just grabbed this guy's like fine Italian suit. And he just looked at me like he wanted to kill me. I'm like, I'm really sorry. And then he, he finally calmed down. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. Just don't talk to you me. You just ruined a five hundred dollars shirt. But I that's know fine. it's a five hundred dollars shirt. <laughs> Come on! Come on! Uh, the other okay. Here, here's another rule. Oh, I already, yeah. I always stop to get my water and bottles. <laughs> uh, here's another rule of traveling um, for for airplanes: armrests. That's a battle territory. Okay, so that's something that if you're there first. So the middle seat, that's where you're screwed. I never want the middle seat. And watch, now I'm going to get stuck with the middle seat. Oh, yeah. Middle seat is the worst It spot. is the worst. But if there's if it's an airplane where it's just like a single armrest in between, um, that is something. Now, the middle person, if they're there first, they have to share it. If the person on the either end gets there and they put their arm on it first. That's not true. That's their armrest. That arm is not rest. true. No, that's it's not. That's their armrest. That's, for, you know, that's uh, squatter's rights. No, that's not squatter's rights. Everyone gets is entitled to at least one armrest per uh, ticket that they purchase. No, it's squatter's rights if you get the armrest first. Oh, man, I hope you're sandwiched between people who just have their own rules, too, and their feet are off, but their feet smell, and they have their arms out and covering all of the rest, and you're stuck in the middle of them. Oh. And then you really have to go to the bathroom, and then they refuse to get up. They're like, you should have gone before. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't get up, and then you have to sit there, and then, you know, you have to contemplate whether or not you want to urinate yourself, and then you're sitting there like, how long? is this flight going to be that would be just my luck if that would happen the other problem too is I fall asleep a lot on planes nobody uh, nobody wants me in the middle because I'll end up falling asleep and leaning over <gasps> oh my god and you're a weird sleeper too oh yeah I'll snap I've seen Greg I've seen Greg like when we've like been working on stuff I'll see him he'll just fall asleep with his computer on his lap and then if like I have something I'll be like Greg I could be like, and like oh, yeah. do you do that on the plane? I have. I have done it before. I'll wake up and like make a big noise. Yeah, it's it it kind of sucks. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I'll fall, I'll fall asleep and I don't really snore, I don't think. I don't think I'm a snorer, but I'll fall asleep and I'll just be like out. And then some slight bump or something will wake me up and I'll snap up and be like, ah, ah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Ah. Uh, which I wish I wasn't Why that guy. Why are you not more self-conscious about falling asleep in public then? I wish I wasn't that guy, but it happens. So there's nothing I can do about it, That's and it sucks. So it does suck. Yeah, that part is kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So I try not to fall asleep. There you asleep. go. Uh, Bree suggesting that you could bring some Breathe Right strips to keep you from snoring. I don't think I snore. I, I don't think I'm a snorer. 
Like, that's not really, especially not when I'm mm-hmm. sitting upright. <laughs> it's also the, being noted, I don't snore, I think, said by every person who snores. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, it's uh, too late for that. I hope I'm not next to a snore. No, the worst is uh, the talkers. That's the worst part. All right, you have any more questions for airline rules? Um, no, I think I'm pretty square. I think I've realized that I never want to fly with you, so that's good. Well, well hey, I, if everybody followed my rules, traveling would be much simpler and easier for everyone and more would relaxing. Mm-hmm. And stinkier because everyone would have their shoes off uh, and no arm room. Only The only people that get to and, do that. And plus, you can't help what order in line you get when you're getting onto the planes. Oh, like, sure you can. Just because somebody, so if somebody gets in before you and they already sit down and they have their armrests, are you going to abide by your same rules and not have any armrests? Uh, I'm going to wait until they lift up their arm for a second, and then I'll, then I'll sneak in there. You're weird. If they get up to use the bathroom, bam, claimed. That is a claimed armrest. That's what's going to happen. All right, if anybody else has any other questions, you can put those in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Sir, I think uh, <laughs> maybe it's time that we uh, play one of our new segments here on the show. Oh, sure. I think so? Yeah. Because, Do you want to play the interview or do you want to save that until after? Uh, let's play... Should we play Al's interview? That's what first? I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Al Madrigal is going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Oh, Lisa's going to be so excited about this interview. Oh, really? Oh, she's, such a, she's the biggest Daily Show fan. Oh, Lisa yeah, he's, he's yeah. great. And it was very nice of him to uh, take some time out to call. He, I will say this, he has a lot going on. Like, he was even getting other calls, like, right before we went on air, and we had to pause for a couple of minutes. So... Uh, but, he, but he did take some time out and this is the thing so in this interview listen towards the end where he has this idea and this is this is the thing though that I think I would be great at okay I think I would be fantastic at this so here it is uh, Al Madrigal from The Daily Show alright thanks for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio everyone and as we've been talking about appearing at Helium Comedy Club Thursday, Friday and Saturday of this week the one and only Al Madrigal hello sir Hey, how are you? Uh, doing uh, like well. How are things in, uh, how are things in Portland? Uh, okay. things, things are good. It's actually nice weather in Portland right now, which you may actually get, which will probably be kind of odd. For, uh, for I saw it. It's going to be weird timing with you sort of, I'm, I like the Trailblazers. I'm a Golden State Warrior fan, <laughs> but you also as a comedian, when it gets deep into like game six, game seven of an NBA playoff, you hate to go up against that. Like you hate to go up against another comedian but I think I wish the Trailblazers well more than I care about drawing. Um, like, you know what I mean? I, 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 I'll I mean, put my, I, I'd, I'd sacrifice for the Trailblazers. That's what I'm saying. That, like, uh, I, would, uh, I would take the hit. That is a noble effort, okay. so, you're not, so you won't be rooting for the Spurs. All right. Um, I will not be rooting for the Spurs. I've had <laughs> enough. And uh, I love Damian Lillard, and so I am. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the team. So uh, I'm selfish. I wish we had gotten him in Oakland, where he's from. <laughs> but um, whatever, I'll take it. So anyway, you got. It's an exciting time. It's good weather in Portland. Basketball is still being played. It is true. The playoffs here. It is true. And uh, it could be a miraculous comeback for Bridgetown. Um, how is uh, everything going with the comedy festival up there? Have you gotten to see any of that? Or yes, yeah, it actually just it ended. Uh, yeah, it ended last week, and uh, Fun Employment yeah. Radio. We were one of the sponsors on it, so we did a lot of interviews and kind of uh, went out to it. It was 
it was fun, but festivals are, you know, one of those things which, as you obviously know, by the end of it, you're just exhausted. Oh, yeah. I mean... Well, I hope people aren't too exhausted and haven't seen too much stand-up. Oh, no. Make it, them not want to go out and see stand-up. No, this has been just because, the right amount of time, and it's you coming to town. I mean, it's it's all magical. You're, you're not, not in just town. Me. You know who is, is coming with me is Johnny Pemberton. Oh. He's uh, coming. Yeah, so this is not, you know... Uh, he mentioned he wanted to do more road stand-up. I'm like, well, I'm going to Portland. Do you want to come to that? And uh, I'm thrilled. You know, you want the show to be as great as it possibly can, so I don't want somebody to take a dive in front of me. I want somebody to be actually, <laughs> as, you know, really good. And Johnny's fantastic. So it's a, it's a good show. I hope people come out. That is awesome. I mean, I still wonder how you even find time to do stand-up. I mean, you got two shows on television right now. Um, I mean, and I don't know what else you're doing on the side of it, but it seems like you're a very busy guy. Do you still have time to go out and do uh, do regular stand-up? There's, or is it there's four things on the side. No, this is sort of a rare uh, thing to catch me on the road. I love doing stand-up. It's what I got into all the sport, but to get on a TV show and act, and then to be able to do stuff for The Daily Show is a dream gig. I'm consulting for two Univision channels, and then I started and founded a podcast network with Bill Burr called All Things Comedy, so I'm really running that, and um, and then I have two kids on top of it, so I'm sort of running around like a crazy person. Good God, man. But I like it when you have kids, that sort of fire gets lit. Now, people with kids know this. It's like you get a fire lit underneath you that makes you really fucking go for it. So that's what um, I've done, but also I'm doing work that I enjoy. It's not like I'm trying to do shit. uh, But in stand-up, I have two really big new stories, and I tell a lot of stories in my act, and so this is I have two stories that I'm very excited about. I'm working on a new hour special, and I feel like I'm you know, 70% there. So any people that come out to Helium are going to see a lot of the new stuff, and I'm excited about that. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, and I know you said that you mentioned the podcasting. Are you still uh, recording episodes of Minivan Men? Yeah, that's been brutal. We actually had a bit of a tragedy in the Minivan Men family where um, he, uh, Masturbrani's brother, died uh, and uh, unexpectedly at a young age, and then he's traveling. And so we just, it's really been really hard to sort of pick back up again. But, um, well, I'm very sorry. No, it's really weird. It's uh, it's well, it's one of those. You know, I'm running this podcast network, and I don't have a podcast on right now. I have a couple ideas for podcasts. You want to hear them? Yes. That I would do my own. Um, uh, I have hate thy neighbors. <laughs> uh, I would just go through people's neighbor issues uh, and let me just talk tell about you, neighbors. I have uh, I have a very nice house here in Portland, Oregon, but right next door to me are a whole bunch of meth heads. I have a meth head neighbor house, which is a frequent topic of this show. Oh, my show. God. I would love – you could be my first guest. I would love to be a guest on that show. Uh, that that <laughs> All right. That's gold right there. Okay. Hate that neighbors. I should definitely start. I do neighbor stuff in my – I love hearing a neighbor, about neighbor stories. So I go out to the people in the audience, and I talk about that. I've gotten so much great shit. And I record every set, so I've got these awesome recordings. And like some guy in Buffalo at the other Helium Comedy Club two weeks ago is going, uh, "Yeah, my neighbor, he's a farmer, and he's got bees, and there's pigs, and then there's manure, and then his wife screams out, and he's a midget." <laughs> 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 
The dog had a choice, and dog was like, "Well, fuck you." There's steak over here. <laughs> <laughs> There's steak over here. <laughs> that is Stay awesome. With steak people, you know what I'm talking? Fuck you, little girl. <laughs> I'm staying with the steak. Well, I'm cut. That is a genius idea. So, uh, yeah, right, if you start like that up, first one. Then I, um, the other one is like. You know, sort of, I have been in so many, you know, this might be being dumb, though. I've been in so many crazy heckler crowd work situations. So just doing that. But I feel like a lot of people, we have a podcast called Road Stories that does that. So maybe Hate Thy Neighbors is my thing. I think Hate Thy Neighbors is genius. Yeah, I I, I really do. All right, look for it soon on the All Things Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, And uh, Let me know if you need a guest on that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to, especially your prime guest with the the, uh, the neighbors. Oh yeah, uh, with the method neighbors, it's awesome. Yeah. A lot of people have done it. Yeah, yeah, it's That's awesome. <laughs> well, Al, okay. you cool. uh, are going to be here on Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday. So five different opportunities to go check out Al Helium Comedy Club. Get your tickets there. And what's the best website for them to check out everything about you? Uh, I use almagical.com is good, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not the best at updating that, but I think it's, it's it got some really current daily show stuff on there and some stand-up bits for the special I did last year through Comedy Central. So, yeah, um, you know, come out. I can, you know, with Johnny especially, I can guarantee it's going to be a great show. So awesome. I guarantee. That is a guarantee, that Portland. It'll be a good guarantee. Guarantee Portland. And then it'll be a quality comedy performance. I really do try. A lot of effort being put in. A lot of effort going in. That is good. That is good. Effort and guarantee. That's that's hardworking comedy yeah. right there. All right. Well, Al, thank you so much for calling in. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. No, you were right. That would be your perfect show to guest on. I think it would be. Mm-hmm. I think I could make a fantastic guest. For I think thing. you probably could. Yes, <laughs> I am gonna. I'm gonna bring back up to him. I'm gonna have to. I'm no, you should write him and say, like, "Hey, what? It was really nice no, to seriously. talk to you." Have me on your new show. Seriously. But seriously, I'd love to talk about my method never some more. Have me on your new show, Al. <laughs> Al Madrigal. That guy is uh, very, very nice. So definitely check him out. Helium Comedy. He has a great com. name too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm reading through his story. I, I wish I would have had a little bit more time with him, but he was, you know, we, we got what we got. Uh, but apparently, and Kenny was telling me about this off air, uh, that uh, he, because he went through stand-up comedy and, like, had a few shows that failed. Uh-huh. Like, he was on some network shows that failed uh, really quickly. And I guess a few years ago, he was thinking about hanging it up. And like going oh, to work and for just his, not doing it anymore? Quitting comedy and going to work for his family business. And then somehow his stand-up out of nowhere like started picking up. And then The Daily Show called. And then everything now from, from theirs. Wow, that's a great story. Yeah, so I wanted to talk to him about that. But he had to go. Oh, had, yeah. You know, well, I mean, you stuff. only get a certain amount of time sometimes. So totally. You, yeah. you made good use of the time. Yeah, it was supposed to be five minutes. And we went longer than that. So that was, oh, good. That was cool. All right. All right. Um, should we play our new segment here on the I show? I think we should. Our new daily segment, which is... Tim Riley News and Commentary. Tim Riley News and Commentary. 
Eric, Ooh. exclusively here at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All right, here we go. Here's Tim. Stand by for action. This is the news with Tim Riley. Hello, Fun Employment listeners. It is Wednesday, and the mystery continues. Forward Top 40 Countdown Man Casey Kasem's daughter claims he's been kidnapped and plans to file a police report. As Casey Kasem's whereabouts remain a mystery, his daughter Carrie accused her stepmother Jean of moving the Top 40 legend to an Indian reservation in Washington, possibly into Canada. She vowed yesterday to file a police report. She's completely hiding my dad, daughter Carrie said, referring to her Strange stepmom Jean Kaysen, my dad, has been kidnapped. A Detroit school teacher fired after she used a broomstick to break up a violent fight between two teenage boys is being allowed to return to the classroom. Miss Eaton was hired in January. She was fired earlier this month for apparently violating the state corporal punishment provision it prohibits striking a child with a broom. Well, the fight was captured on cell phone video and posted online and viewed thousands of times. The video shows Miss Eaton, who was smaller than both boys, hitting one on the backside with a broom in an attempt to stop it. A madman who was ranting and raving, making incoherent statements, rammed his dump truck into the WMAR-TV lobby outside Baltimore just before the noontime news yesterday. The station was quickly evacuated, went off the air too. The SWAT team moved in, eventually finding him in an editing room, watching television, claiming to be God. Police were not fooled. Well, Russia plans to deny the U.S. future use of the International Space Station and will also bar rockets from launching U.S. military satellites. This is all over American sanctions imposed over the Ukraine crisis. Well, the space station is manned by both American and Russian crews, but the only way to reach it is to use Russian Soyuz spacecraft. Well, we're the ones who bring all the good snacks up there. If it wasn't for us, those cosmonauts would eat nothing but fish head soup every day. Thanks so much for listening. This program is produced exclusively for Fun Employment Radio and is sponsored by OfficeBreakGifts.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you back here tomorrow. Tim Riley News Guy. Oh my goodness, I love that segment. He is so awesome. I love his delivery. There has never been and will never be somebody who delivers the news as great as Tim Riley does. Absolutely. Nope, that's 100% true. Mm hmm. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Here I am. This crazy. is my world. First up, a story out of Gastonia. Where's Gastonia? Do you know where Gastonia is? Gastonia? How does it spell? Gas and then Tonia. It's somewhere in the United States of America. There's Gaston. Well, this is, this is the lady version of Gaston. Okay, all right. This is Gastonia. Lady Gaston. Male lady. Gaston. Well, it is a woman. It is a woman. So a Gastonia woman. Maybe it is Gaston, but they use like the, the female version of it when they're referring to a woman of La Gaston. Gaston. La Gastonia? La Gastonia. A Gastonia woman, upset about the way Subway employees made her flatbread pizza, decided the best thing to do about that was to call 911 to report that the restaurant wouldn't refund the money she paid <laughs> to get her Subway pizza called a 
flatitza. A, a flat teat, flatitza? Well, how would you say it? Is that a flatbread pizza? Is that what it is? Yeah. Flatitza? Yeah, I Flatitza? Flatitza? So. So, so what was it that was wrong with it? Uh, she reported, uh, so she wasn't happy with the way that her flatitza was made. The Gastonia woman was upset about her flatitza. Uh, her name is Bevalente. Why can't anything in this goddamn story be easy? Gastonia woman and her flatitza, Bevalente Machete Hall. Machete? How do you spell her middle name? Machete. Not machete, but M-I. Oh, Instead damn. of M-A. Okay. Bevalente Machete Hall uh, was charged with misuse of the 911 system. So this is what happened. According to police, the woman called 911 to say that her flatitza wasn't made correctly. In the call, she, sa- she states that the staff at the subway that she went to put marinara sta- sauce on her pizza, and she said she wanted pizza sauce instead. Wait, is it marinara sauce, pizza sauce? I mean, I guess maybe it's a maybe. There's a little bit of a difference. Yes. Well, the very angry Bevalente Machete Hall said it's terrible, and I got my receipt, and I told them I can't eat that kind of sauce. So, in the call, she tells the police on nine one one that she wants to make a report so she can call investigators on a local TV channel to do an investigative report on their flatbread <laughs> flatitza. Pizza sauce. Yeah, but how Subway works is you stand there and tell them what you want on it and watch the ingredients being put on. Mm-hmm. So if she didn't want it, she should have just said, oh, no, wait, that's the wrong one. That's not what I want. Well, um, Ga- that would be an easy way to do it. Or call 911. One of these two. Gastonian woman, Flatitza eating Bevalente Machete Hall, goes on to say, they made my mom another sandwich without a problem, but they say they won't make me another sandwich. Also, she wasn't happy with that first 911 call, so she called again. <laughs> Second call came in from her, and they could hear. Uh, so they don't know if this was a uh, if this was an accidental dial, but they could hear when they picked up the phone someone going, "That stuff ain't right. That stuff ain't right," yelling about the flatitza. Hall was arrested before being released on a two thousand dollar unsecured bond. <laughs> a flatitza isn't worth it. No, no. Uh, flatitza. Rick- no, because you don't say pizza. You say pizza. Pizza. So it's not, it's not pizza. No, it's a flatbread pizza. So it's a flatitza. Yeah, I think flatitza would be right. I don't you, I think so it's too. Two Z's? Two Z's. Yeah, flatitza. F L A T I Z Z A. Yeah. Flatitza. Flatitza is what somebody else is saying. Flatitza? Yeah, no, flatitza sounds better. Yeah, because it's pizza. It's a I. Flatitza. It's not a I. Flatitza. Flatitza. Caliaquilino. Alright. Oh, don't even start. <laughs> Next up, a 17-year-old girl says she was kicked out of her homeschool prom. 17-year-old girl said she was kicked out of her homeschool prom because some lecherous dads complained that she was arousing too many impure thoughts in them. (laughs) Where was this at? This is in Richmond, Virginia. A high school senior named Claire talked about how the the people who were supposed to be watching the dance, you know, being the supervisors or what are they called? The uh, chaperones. Chaperones. Thank you. So the chaperones of the dance started to complain that this girl was arousing impure thoughts inside of them. So apparently impure she... Impure thoughts inside of the dads? Inside of the dads. Oh, well, that's kind of their own problem. I so think. the people who organized this homeschool prom, there like was you're, a... You're stirring up the pedophile in me. So there was a there was a dress code for the home for the homeschool prom uh, where it's a fingertip length where it couldn't be any more than a fingertip abo- uh, above your knee. 
Who's testing that? Are they dads walking around putting their fingers on girls' know. thighs? Or let me, let me give you the finger test really quick. Yeah, Carol. let me see if that's oh, like, oh, you, you It's like the old-timey bathing suit tests where the women couldn't have it like more than like two inches above their knees or something. Yeah, but this is... But this is today. Sounds like a bunch of perverts. Yeah. So uh, the kids were all swaying with the music and talking and enjoying themselves for a while. Uh, themselves for a while. And the chaperone said that Claire... Looked a little too skimpy and sexy in her dress, and they, <laughs> they felt that, that they said sexy. They felt that her dancing was quote too provocative and liable to cause them impure thoughts. <laughs> now Claire, who was five nine, who was tall for her age, but I guess uh, she said because she's tall, her you know skirt was a little bit shorter because her legs are longer, so it appeared to be shorter, even though it was the same. So. uh they finally had to ask her to leave because the men weren't able to control their loins about this. <laughs> I just picture these stirred up, like, older men, like, oh, 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 you got to oh, get her out of oh, here. Oh, no, get her out of oh, here. Oh, no. Get her out of oh, here. Oh, I got to give her the finger test again. Yeah, so uh, Claire ended up leaving the dance with some of her friends, and she asked the Richmond Homeschool Prom to refund her money, as they verbally promised to do, and issue an apology for kicking her out of her senior prom yeah. because their husbands felt as though her body was the right, that they had the right to control it. And That's this is good. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not, and she wrote, I'm not responsible for some perverted 45 year old dad <laughs> lusting after me because I have a sparkly dress on and a big ass for a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> she is 100% correct in that. Yeah, and if you think I am, then maybe you're part of the problem. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh. Yeah, so the admit, so apparently a lot of people were pissed off about this for her, uh, so they took to the prom's Facebook group. Uh, they actually got so many negative comments about the incident that they, they kept trying to delete all of them. They couldn't keep up with deleting them, so they just shut down the page instead. Wow. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, miss. You're, you're arousing. Is, I feel like I might be arousing. Every, so you're entire, <laughs> I got a tent pole over here, thanks to you. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Who, whose idea was it to come up with the finger test? It had you to be know, those same guys. Clearly the dads. Yeah. You know it was. Who put these guys in charge? Oh, gross. I think they were the husbands of the lady chaperones. <laughs> Greg, there is some exciting news in science that has come out. If you're my friend on Facebook, you might have seen me post about this excitedly yesterday. But this is scientific fact. Are you ready? Yes. Headline reads. Yes. Women with naturally big butts are smarter and healthier than women with smaller butts. <laughs> Says who, who conducted this? Again, thing? women with naturally big butts are smarter and healthier than women with smaller butts. Study funded by JLO. Well, let me tell you. No, it's the University of Oxford. Okay. Scientists, and there's scientists from there. Scientists from the University of Oxford have discovered that women with larger than average butts not, are all, not only are increasingly intelligent, but also very resistant to chronic illnesses. Now, these amazing scientists have found that women with bigger backsides tend to have lower levels of cholesterol and are more likely to, pr- to produce hormones to metabolize sugar. Therefore, women with big butts are less likely to have diabetes or heart problems. Diabetes. And having a big butt requires an excess of omega-3 fats, which have been proven to catalyze brain development. The researchers also found that children born to women with wider hips are intellectually superior to the children of slimmer, less curvy what? mothers. Who? How? This how? is a team. This is a scientific team from the University of Goddamn Motherfucking Oxford. And it says they analyzed their data from 16,000 women. Also, Kim Kardashian is the most intelligent woman on the planet. No. Hers is fake. 
It's naturally big butts. Her fake. Her butt is fake. Yeah, she had butt implants. Are you sure? I'm absolutely positive. I don't know. No, she is a fake butt. She's I'm not just a, trying to be fake smart and I, fake healthy. I don't like her anyway, but... Okay. Yes. So, yes. In fact, the professor who's the head of the team of scientists at the Ox- uh, University of Oxford says that women with more fat on the buttocks have lower levels of uh, cholesterol and glucose. So, uh, let's see. Having a big butt also feature, uh, favors <laughs> leptins levels in the... Leptins? I don't know. In the female body, which is the hormone responsible for regulating weight... Everybody knows has a big butt. Let's talk about your big butt, Simone. I was just waiting for you to say that. All right, it also cites other studies that have been conducted by universities uh, that discover that women with bigger butts but small waists live the longest of all. So, <laughs> so you live longer, you're smarter, resistant to disease. Yes. Resistant. All because you got a big old butt. Okay. And the study, it says at the end, the study. And this is what they they quote. Does not include fake butts. In the end of the science study, it says because he got a big old butt. Mm -hmm, Says he got a big old butt. Thick ass Judy. (laughs) (laughs) AKA the clown juicer. So I'm just saying, I'm looking forward to the intelligence kicking in any day now. Everyone I know has a big butt. Come on, Simone, let's talk about your big butt. That's so creepy. And finally, we have this. It's breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. I was very excited about this. Out of Ypsilanti, Michigan. Wait, that's where Keelan used to live. Greg, I have some big news coming out of there. Okay. Ypsilanti, Michigan, back in the news. Yes, police have identified an individual who they believe... Is the infamous Michigan mystery pooper? You yelled that so loud, I can imagine every every other office. In I this backed building. away from the microphone too. I was so excited every about this. Every other office in this building right now just heard about that. They have identified. They've the identified him. So this was the guy that was pooping on slides. The, the slide pooper. Oh. They have identified him, but they have not yet released his name to the public. <gasps> Ypsilanti police made contact this past week with a suspect they believe to be the fecal felon, <laughs> and police chief. Tony, who's been on this this entire time, Police Chief Tony DeGusti, said that there haven't been any more puzzling poops since they got this poopetrator in custody. Oh, God. The individual suspected of pooping on slides in Prospect Park between November and April on a regular basis, they feel has been apprehended. So how did they find him? Do they explain this? Well, I don't know. Let me see. I, I was too excited, so I just waited to read the whole thing until I was reading it out loud. Okay. All right, so um, of course we remember Pete Murdoch. We talked about him. He was the he's the leader of Friends of Prospect Park. Right. He yeah. was the most concerned citizen about the slide pooper. He was very upset. Uh, so Pete Murdoch says the individual resides in a nearby house, and he also said, "I think the person." Um, he said, "I think that if the person is put out of commission in terms of what they were doing, they should be safe." I haven't heard of any incidents <laughs> since we locked him up. What did they lock him up on, though? I want to know what the charges are. Fellow friends of Prospect Park Council member Brian Robb chimes in, saying that he hopes there aren't any copycat crimes. (laughs) Robb continues on by saying... He's basically inviting it at that point. This is the most attention that city has had in forever. When have you ever heard of Ypsilanti, Michigan in national news? Just the slide pooper. I hope there's not a copycat pooper. Huh? Somebody? Somebody, please. Sorry, please, please poop on the slide. Just do it. Just do it. It's bringing a lot of 
A lot of commerce to us. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rob continues. This whole saga has generated a lot of interest in Prospect Park from around the country. It's great that police were able to put a stop to this just as the weather warmed up and it would have gotten a little smellier. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's saying, yeah, pooping on slides is a crime. Yes, I, I agree that is a crime. <laughs> but they're not saying what they charged him with or who this guy is or how they arrested him. Like, I, I'm kind of curious about uh, how they caught this guy. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of information missing. There's a lot of stuff. There are, there are lots of blank spots. There are lots of things that mm-hmm. have been wiped out. Yeah. Uh, wiped out. Stricken from the record there. And seeing, and Keelan's cleared. All is right with the word. Uh, Don't even. All right, there you go. There's the update. The Ypsilanti, Michigan, Ypsilanti, Michigan pooper has been caught. And big butts don't lie. They make you smart. That's your world of crazy. That didn't even rhyme. I wasn't trying to rhyme. I'm not a rhymester. That's, that's also not what that's. I'm a world of crazy teller. It's sounding very, very intelligent. Whatever. It's just my big butt talking. <laughs> <laughs> it makes everything out of my face <clears throat> just so smart. You know what else you can talk with, Sarah? Your Metro PCS phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you see how that, yeah, that, that didn't work very good. There. That transition kind of. We're from butts to phones. Um, Metro PCS. One of <laughs> I our... did just have somebody butt dial me, so that happens. See, there we go. You can dial with your butt. Or you can dial with your fingers with your Metro PCS phone. One of our fine sponsors. <laughs> and one of the greatest ads we've ever done for them. Uh, Metro PCS, of course, uh, a wonderful sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. You can uh, go and find a location anywhere here in the Portland area by going to metropcs.com slash metro. Or, uh, or anywhere nationally, too. They're all over the place. And one of their great things is their $40 flat rate plan, month to month, no hidden charges. That's it. Unlimited everything. 40 bucks, unlimited everything. You save a ton of money off the other uh, places. The service is actually really good. Oh, yeah. I've had great phone service with them. And uh, it has been fantastic. So Metro PCS, we really appreciate them sponsoring. Go find a location. Go in there and just check them out. Let them know, though, that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. And we may have another special announcement about that next week. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. So we do want to take um, just a brief break here just for you guys, just a, a few minutes, just so I can gather the world uh, Dr. Science questions. Yes. Gather the Dr. Science questions. So go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, and then you can uh, put in your questions for Dr. Science. Of course, Dr. Science is here to dispel the untruths you may have learned in your educationings. And expunge knowledge from Ex- your brain. And we'll expunge knowledge onto you. You, into you so that you'll be receiving the knowledge and it'll soak in and you'll learn so much Stop and talking. just be in there coding everything. Stop talking. And uh, it's for the kids. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Mm. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, it is getting very, Gross. very science here. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I am now Dr. Science, here for Science Facts, usually Friday, today it's Wednesday, where the whole idea of this segment is uh, to educate you on the things that perhaps you found out were wrong or were misinformed uh, about in the science world, not necessarily by bad people, just uh, people who are wrong, and Dr. Science here is to just dispel Just because they're wrong doesn't mean they're bad, right? A lot, no, well, not necessarily. No, sometimes, I mean, sometimes they go in and in, but... A lot of people gather around with their children on Sunday afternoons, Sunday evenings, sometimes, I've been told by many, many people. Right, before they sit down and watch Game of Thrones together as a family? Right, well, I'm not sure what all they do, but they gather around the fire, and they get their kids in there, and they they shut off their their iPads and their their walkie-talkies and all those things, so they can sit around and learn something. 
learn something important. And that's what this is. It's for it's for the children sometimes and for yourself. So gather your kids around, make them learn the right way, and then the rest of the week they can uh, they can tell their. All right, are their you done talking? Like, what are you rambling about? This is I was a speech, Sarah. Oh, that was a doctor science speech. Sorry, I thought it was more of a ramble. <sighs> Frustrates me sometimes your lack of science scienceiness. All right, maybe I'm it. just smarter than you with my big butt. Got to do some science stretches. We'll get the juices flowing. Gross. Oh, get the science juices up to that uh, sponge brain. And okay, yeah. Oh boy. Oh, we're right there now. It's very sciencey. Stop in here. it! Are you ready for the first one? Oh yeah! All right. The first question is this, dear Doctor Science. Yes. Why do feet seem to smell extra bad when you're stuck on a plane? Hmm. Why do other people's feet seem to smell extra bad? When you're stuck on a plane. Who asked this question? Uh, this is from Blood Vixen. Well, Blood Vixen. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. So, as we all know, when you're on a plane, it's often very comfortable to take your shoes off, although leaving your socks on, in order to relax. So you fly across the airwaves. Now, there are two different kinds of people that fly on planes. There are fun people who enjoy flying, and there are the negative Nancys, who just want to ruin everybody's good time. And this actually determines a lot about you because part of it comes from your olfactory senses. Now, fun people, relaxed people know that feet, in fact, can smell wonderful or usually have no odor at all. It's a kind of a biological function of fun people. Like, if you're a good person, generally your feet don't smell. What are you talking about? And this is, well, it's just a science, scientific fact. Good people, their, their feet usually either smell like roses or just have kind of no odor at Why all. Why would you want your feet to smell like roses? Well, they, they smell good is what I'm saying. However... Negative Nancys, people who like to like to complain about others' good times and ruin their relaxation time, they are the people that will go up and start complaining about feet saying they smell bad. But in fact, it's not really the foot that smells bad. And you know it, Negative Nancys out there. You just want to ruin other people's good times. They're the same person that when you're at like a class or something and it gets to the very end and everything's been hap- everything's done, the class is wrapping up, and then there's that one guy who asked about a billion questions of the, of the professor to keep everybody there for like 15 minutes longer. That's the same kind of people that complain about shoes, complain about the smell of feet on airplanes, when in fact, it is not, it is not that the feet smell bad, it's that they're a negative Nancy. But there's hope, they can, they can change from being negative Nancys, but you have to want to. That's science, sir. I'm sorry, was that the end of it? Yeah, that was, no, no. Oh, that was, that was the, science, yeah. that was the answer, okay. Yeah, 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 got, yeah, yeah. I, It means you're a negative Nancy. I just Nancy. got a little confused, if, I'm if sorry. You, if you think that uh, feet smell bad. Okay. It's a scientific term. Negative Nancyism is uh, technically the term. All right, and our second question for yes. today comes from Mr. Pone Tony, Mr. who Pone is Tony. not the Ypsilanti poopatrator that we know of. He writes, "Dear Doctor Science, yes." <sighs> How does the size of your ass actually improve your intelligence? <laughs> Dr. Science, how does the size of your ass actually improve your intelligence? Oh, this is a difficult to... Yeah. So we did hear about a scientific study that came out saying that the uh, large-bottomed portion of our society 
is apparently more intelligent. So let's think about this. I have to be a little bit delicate in answering this question. One of the super smart people is right in here with yes, you. right across the room from me. Mm-hmm. Sitting there right there. Blocking. Right here being all super and smart and big-assed, so... Uh, blocking both exits. Because there is no exit out of this room other than Why, with my giant ass? Is that what you're saying? You're saying that I'm fat? I'd like to thank Pontoni for asking the worst question ever. All right. Here is why large-bottomed people... I prefer to say large-bottomed. Why why are you glaring at me? Large-bottomed people have an advantage in intelligence. Well, here's what is... What, what is intelligence, Sarah? What what causes intelligence? I don't know, Dr. Science. You tell me. It's having a bigger space to store things. So, what large... So, with... Um, <clears throat> wow, Greg just took his hat off <clears throat> in uncomfort. Uh, Greg's not here. It's Dr. Science. Oh, I I forgot. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be so disrespectful to you. So here's what happens with large bottom people and why part of this study is true. Now, in order to be more intelligent, generally, the thought is that one has to have a larger brain. So the way that works is some people do have, in fact, bigger brains. However, their heads are still the same size as a normal person. So their brain has more work, more room to, uh, to place knowledge in things, technically. However, it is also at the same time constricted by the fact that their head is the same size, so the brain pushes against it, and then, in fact, it kind of it makes them crabby sometimes. Uh, so uh, smarter people are crabby and get really mad at people sometimes because their, their, their smart brain is pushing against it, and because the brain is so heavy... That, you know, otherwise their head would just fall over, so they need to counterbalance that with large bottoms. Counterbalance the heavier brain, and so then they kind of balance out, and then, um, but at the same time, sometimes they're crabby. I'm sorry, so you're saying that super smart people have to balance out their large brains because they're so smart with their giant asses. Yeah, mm-hmm, yep. It's counterbalanced. Nature's a, nature's a pendulum, if you will. Oh, it's being pointed out. That's how we got the term smartass. Ah, you should have you should have closed with that one. Yeah, well, yeah. This is the worst question ever. So, uh, there we go. There are no bad questions, Greg. <laughs> there are bad answers. By, uh, it's not Greg. I'm sorry. There are bad answers by shitty scientists. <laughs> Well, thanks for all that knowledge, uh, Dr. Science. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you don't fall over when you walk. All right. Uh, send us an email. <gasps> <What a blimmin'> I <laughs> am going to beat you senseless. Send us an email. And I've got to say, you're not, you don't have the petite like figure either. You've kind of got a butt. Yeah, but that's... I, I didn't say anything about it. You are. You're like, oh, you're blocking both exits to the door. Like, seriously, you're that acting wasn't like... I was talking about the fact that I sit in a corner. You're oh, is that what you were talking about? That I, I'm closer because my giant ass is taking up the entire room. And it's just making everything just so hard. I, I'm just blocking the way. Oh, in, get the, all the fire hoses out. Sarah's a fucking fire hazard. Just blocking all the exits. <laughs> Dick. That's not what I was implying. 
send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome. Big thank you to Al Madrigal. Uh, so tomorrow there will be a show up for podcast. There will not be a live show uh, tomorrow or Friday. However, we do want to. Uh, so there will be something up for you guys to listen to. We've actually got we've got an, a one-on-one interview with Kenny B. It's oh wow! Be part of the show tomorrow, and plus uh, some other great things. So that'll be available for download, of course, at funemploymentradio.com and wherever uh, wherever podcasts are found. Also, don't forget to pick up your Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase tickets. Uh, right now, on sale, 7 bucks. We're going to have Narika Watt, Curtis Cook, Bree Pruitt, Tim Hammer, amazing comedians. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the link right there. Pick up your tickets now, 7 bucks. Seriously, we want to see you guys. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, we would and, love to hang out with you. Yeah. And so like, if you came to the listener party and maybe you didn't get a chance to hang out with us, or if you want to hang out with us, like, this is we'll be out on the floor and oh, yeah. chatting with everybody. Yeah, this will be a much better spot for yeah. us to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to hang around after the show, too. So uh, let's hang out and enjoy some fucking awesome comedy. Yeah. So funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Comedy Showcase button. Pick up your tickets now. All right. Well, we'll talk to you live next Monday, which will be two days before the Comedy Showcase. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Yay. I want to throw stuff at you. All the stuff. Uh, Damn it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. (laughs) You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. (laughs) 